Welcome to the Top Floor Podcast, presented by Appfolio. I'm your host, Megan Eels Monroe. Each month, we dig deep with real estate leaders and changemakers to uncover innovative solutions for today's complex property management, community association management, and real estate investment challenges. Across the entire property management industry, security deposits and rent payments are standard, but the ways in which they're being collected and managed are changing rapidly. Some of this change is due in large part to the widespread adoption of new technology and payment methods, such as mobile and cashless purchases, or even buy now, pay later options with retailers. Because these new payment options are so present across our everyday lives, it makes sense that residents now look to property management companies to provide some level of financial flexibility too. One of the biggest takeaways from Appfolio's 2022 U.S. Resident Motivations Report is that now, more than ever before, residents value financial flexibility. In fact, almost one-third of survey respondents said that financial flexibility has become more important to them than it was before the pandemic. And in the same report, Renters who had financial flexibility also said they had significantly higher levels of satisfaction with their property management. But the best part of all is that you can offer financial flexibility around rent payments and even security deposits without racking up added costs or compromising the protection of your properties. To see how financial flexibility creates a win-win situation for residents and property management companies, we spoke with two very special Appfolio guests. Let's get to know a bit about them before we dive into today's conversation. Yeah, thank you, Megan. My name is Adam Feinstein. I am the head of product for our payments business. Um, and so I am really focused on making it easy for everybody within our property management ecosystem to facilitate the movement of money. So helping renters pay rent, helping property managers pay out to owners, vendors, financial institutions. Uh, that's what my team and I focus on every day. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my name is Sean Sixena. I'm a senior director here at Appfolio, um, and I work on our risk mitigation related products. So uh, my team and I are responsible for creating and managing and offering products that help protect property managers and renters from risk uh, through software and services. Although the main topic of our episode today is around providing financial flexibility for residents, we'll divide up our conversation into two specific parts. The first will be about flexible rent payments with Adam Feinstein. The second part of today's conversation will dive into security deposit alternatives with Sean Saxena. We'll also be talking a bit more about the FolioGuard security deposit alternative, which is powered by Oblico. For more information on this offering, visit folio guard Com. We'll also be sure to link to more information in the show notes. Now, let's officially begin our conversation today with Adam and talk about flexible rent payments. As we talked about at the top of today's episode, flexible payment options are now just part of our everyday lives. For example, credit card balances can carry over month to month with minimum payments required. Monthly loan repayment due dates can often be adjusted and purchasing almost everything today can be done via installments. So why not incorporate more flexibility around rent payment schedules too? To kick off our conversation with Adam, 
We wanted to dig into exactly why flexible rent payments are something property management teams should consider. And we also wanted to know what he's seeing today as far as industry adoption goes. Right. Well, I mean, affordable affordability in housing is obviously a, a core component of, of many property management businesses. Um, it's going to help us in attracting the, the right residents. Um, and what we're looking for are solutions that are really that win-win, helping the resident pay rent on time. And, and really, the more options and, and availability that we give to that, uh, the more likely that the property manager is going to get paid on time and you know not have to deal with late payments or non-payments. And you know, the thing we're all trying to avoid is any evictions. What we've seen is a, is a twofold, right? A chicken or egg. Um, financial flexibility related to gig economy and, and transitions in terms of how people are earning their income um, is is one key trend that I think then also connects with financial flexibility. I think we saw these early on with the rise of some of the new fintechs, the, the new neo banks. They're like, hey, you can get your payment, you know, a day earlier. Kind of some things with earned wage access, and so I, I think we're seeing that trickle into into rent. Is like, how do we make it easy for people to pay rent. You know, you get all these bills that are these recurring bills that maybe do on the first, right? You've got your rent payment, you maybe have some car payment, insurance payment, and they kind of all get jammed up and, and people have trouble budgeting and saving and planning ahead. So really that, that flexibility is about making it easy and worry-free for them to be able to, to make this payment, which can be 30 to 50% of their overall income in any given month. And, and do it in a way that matches when they get paid uh, and doing it with, you know, I've heard stories from residents about using post-it notes everywhere, using sticky notes, using something on their phone, like all these sorts of things they're trying to do. And it's a real heavy burden on them, a cognitive load on them. And so if we can make it easier for them, that'll improve their quality of life and also will help make sure it gets paid on time. And that's really what we're trying to do. So like there's convenience on one side of it. And then, you know, on a more serious side, there's a, you know, potentially a hundred billion dollar liquidity problem that people face as they maybe have uh, low, low savings and, and are paying kind of paycheck to paycheck. And right now there aren't a lot of great solutions. Maybe they'll use a credit card to pay rent, but maybe they, they can't have a high balance. So maybe they're going to a, a payday loan or a cash advance or a car title loan. Um, and that's not great. So, you know, we think about a flexible rent solution that offers uh, essentially some installment payment capabilities that really map to when they get paid um, to help make sure that they're, they're doing that in a way. And really, again, doing it in a, in a seamless way that makes it just as easy as something like Apple Pay um, to make sure that, that they, they find it easy and enjoyable to use. In addition to convenience, and as we touched on earlier, renters seek financial flexibility and prefer a wider variety of payment options. And because all consumers are able to tap into financial flexibility across their everyday lives, expectations are changing for property management companies too. We've seen really high majority of people want to pay online. Um, you know, I think that COVID also shifted it across all demographics and all perspectives where you know, I, I remember going to a baseball game shortly after and everything was tap to pay. There is cashless tap to pay card. So I really think that we've seen that shift. Um, you know, we, we definitely still see communities and areas where money orders or electronic cash payment are something that are prevalent. 
Um, but that is a, a vast declining space and the majority is, is digital. And again, you can just imagine where it's like, okay, I'm ready, I'm ready to go pay. And they're expecting, Hey, I'm going to be able to go into this portal and pay. And maybe it's a buy now, pay later mentality, like flexible rent provides. Maybe it's Apple pay. Maybe it's, you know, something else. They go there and then they, they don't find it. What are they going to do? They're, it's, it's a lot of friction and, and they're like, they're not going to go find their checkbook. They don't have one. So, uh, it's not, it's not helping. So that's why we, we really invest tremendously in reducing that friction, meeting convenience and meeting those consumer expectations for, for rent payment. As Adam touched on, there really are many benefits that come with flexible rent payments for both residents and for property management companies. Not only do flexible rent payments make the process of paying and collecting rent easier for everyone involved, it also makes properties more attractive for prospects, which, in turn, can give companies a greater competitive edge. But what about potential risks? Do flexible rent payments create any kind of risk for property owners or property management companies? No, it's actually quite the opposite, right? It's, it's a guarantee they're going to get paid uh, on time. Um, and so it really helps them tremendously. Uh, you know, I'd say so. It it is that win win win. We're really excited about the future of it. So, you know, from a, a resident perspective, they can they can come into a portal. They can say, okay, yeah, I have these different options, different payment mechanisms, or I can use a, a flexible rent offering. And from there, um, it's it's collecting some information, necessary information, so that this these providers and partners that we work with can make sure that they get paid. Um, but between here and there. Uh, that provider is going to make sure that the property manager gets paid and it's going to look just like the resident paid rent. And um, it's really uh, us and our partners that are, are working to uh, to take that, that pain away from the property manager and facilitate that collection. So the resident will easily get to select, okay, here are the days I get paid. Here's where I want you to pull out the, the remaining portion of the rent. Um, and that'll kind of happen automatically for them. And they'll be on their way towards you know, well-scheduled flexibility in, in a payment schedule that matches when they get paid. Just like Adam said, flexible rent payments can be a win-win solution. But with many different platforms and options available for flexible rent payments, how do you choose which one to use in your property management company? Here are a few tips on what to look for before you fully commit. Number one is something that's compliant. Uh, you know, that's something that I think about uh, every day in, in my job here. And we do a lot of work to make sure that that we have a strong perspective on compliance and where we are. There's uh, different offerings out there that, that may look different as kind of the FTC and the CFPB are, are looking at some of these things. You can think of it kind of the buy now, pay later space really came up um, and, and is under some little bit of scrutiny. Um, but we we've think about compliance solutions. Um, and then really making sure that it's deeply integrated. So for, for us, we believe that a deeply integrated embedded solution where it's just as easy to pick flexible rent as it is to pick any other payment option is what's going to really make it work. And that's what we're looking forward to. In addition to finding a solution that is compliant, finding one that fully integrates with your property management system is also a must, according to Adam. Otherwise you could actually be making the experience more difficult for your residents and property management team. Yeah, I mean, you can have 
bad user experience, number one. And so bad user experience is going to drive questions. Questions going to drive phone calls to our property managers. And now you've got more work to do. Um, I mean, also payment errors and and accounting errors as a result of a a poor integration are going to be a nightmare as well. Um, And, you know, overall, it's, you know, who do you look at and how do you make sure that, that, that things are working well? So that's where we are see that embedded solution is the right way. Um, and we think that it offers the easy on-ramp and off-ramp, if it's not the right solution anymore, to still make sure that the resident is paying digitally and not reverting back to the, the old days of paper check. Although flexible rent payments are mainly being implemented today by property management companies who are early adopters, and the entire topic is just now becoming more mainstream, we wanted to get Adam's take on what the future of flexible rent payments could look like. I'm really excited about having a better offering that allows people to break free of that burden of worrying about how they're going to pay rent. The mantra I use in my team is let's make rent worry free. And I think flexible rent and rent these, these types of offerings are a really great way to, to advance that. Um, and so, you know, not having to go get a, uh, pretty high costly, you know, payday loan, um, not having to think about how you repay it, really having that flexibility to select, okay, I get paid on this date and this day, or this is when. Um, those are the things that are really great. And I think, again, help people live in, in great communities and, and help property managers run their business in the most effective and efficient way they can. I have real visions of learning more about what renters are doing and experiencing and getting more predictive and more specific to tailoring to their needs. Um, I think that there's a a whole wealth of uh, personal financial management tools that are not great. These things do a good job, but they're not integrated with the number one thing that people need to pay, which is rent. You know, you need that home over your head. And so I, I think this is a stepping stone towards helping everyone um, get, get better and more secure in their financial future. For part two of our conversation today, we're talking with Sean Saxena about the connection between financial flexibility and security deposits. To start things off, we asked Sean to give us his take on the current state of security deposits today. We also wanted to dig into why traditional security deposits may not be providing the best experience. You want your residents to have skin in the game, so to speak, right? So I think one of the realities of renting a property or being in property management is that residents cause damage. I mean, people are people. There's going to be some level of damage and you need to, you want peace of mind and kind of alignment across both your resident and your property manager to make sure you're really protecting the unit. I think collecting from tenants, the security deposits, that is, has always been a pain. I mean, I think at the worst, it can be a barrier to leasing units. You want your move-in process to be as seamless as possible. I think turn time is really important, right? You want to make sure that you're, you're really diminishing the amount of time it takes between when you have an open unit to when you fill the vacancy. And the truth is security deposits create friction in that process. Um, you can't move in until you dropped off security deposit at your office. And so it, it's, a, it's, a, it's another point into an already pretty tight 
uh, process. I think from a resident's perspective, you have to give up a, a pretty significant amount of money, right? I think you're going generally from one place that you've rented to a new place. And so, you know, maybe you got your security deposit back from the old place, but you have to turn around and give it to, to the new uh, property management company. Um, and then returning is not always easy either. I think we talk, I talked to a lot of property managers and one of the things that I'm always surprised at is there are a significant or more significant than I would have guessed amount of residents who don't cash their security, security deposit check. Um, and that creates kind of a weird situation and pain for property managers. Now you have this money sitting on your books and you have to figure out how to manage it. It's uh it's um you know a pain point then you have to forward the 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 check and find the right place it, there's a lot of kind of administrative pain involved with security deposits on both ends earlier we explored what financial flexibility looks like when it comes to rent payments but what exactly does financial flexibility look like when it comes to security deposits here's Sean again to explain you know, technology over the last 10 years has helped really add a level of flexibility for everybody, right? Um, to figure out how they can manage their expenses, right? That suits their lifestyle, right? You know, people have different income schedules, different financial situations. Um, they get paid in a different way. You know, sometimes people get paid monthly. Sometimes people are getting paid biweekly. Um, some people earn commissions. Some people earn bonuses. And I think financial flexibility really allows, you know, the user, the consumer, the person paying for things to align how they pay for things with how they make money and how they manage their their income, right? And so, you know, I think especially where you have people with a lot of volatility around kind of how their money coming in looks like, allowing financial flexibility around how you pay for things is really valuable to, to be able to um, kind of match and create peace of mind for, for those consumers. I think just generally everybody wants more financial flexibility. I mean, I think one of the things that I, I it never ceases to amaze me the amount of things that you can buy in installments. And I think this trend, which has been around for, for a while now, is kind of conditioned how, can, how we all think, how consumers think, residents, you know, our consumers. Um, and we apply that mental model to everything in our lives, right? And so I, I do think there is an expectation um, that everything should have a flexible timeline for payment. And I don't think that's going away. I think that's going to increase over time. I think we go back to some of the pain points around security deposits. You know, you have this very tight window that you're trying to um, control. You want to minimize the amount of time it takes to turn a unit around and Security deposit alternatives allow you to streamline that. It gives you uh, a great movement experience for your residents. Um, you, you know, like for example, property managers who work with us at Folia know that they that every new movement has the access to their online portal where they can pay their security deposit or choose to go uh, deposit free, which eliminates a need for a process that existed before, right? So you have all this kind of manual, do I need to collect a check or a cash deposit at move-in? This gives you that flexibility for the renter and for the property manager allows you to streamline a leasing process that already can be pretty complicated. 
As Sean mentioned, security deposit alternatives are an option that can give renters more financial flexibility when it comes to moving. But what exactly are security deposit alternatives and how do they work? I think, you know, the the other thing to call out for security deposit alternatives is that they're an alternative. We're not removing the security deposit. I think security deposits, as we talked about earlier, are important, right? Like the, the concept and, and the, the, the intention. And so it's a way to maintain peace of mind and alignment across both renters and property managers to protect the value of, of the property uh, while giving flexibility for renters and, and making the process easier for everybody. There are a variety of different security deposit alternative models. And so I think at a high level, a really good security deposit alternative solution keeps residents accountable. Um, and so, you know, it should, it, it should allow a resident to move in without having to forego the whole amount of the security deposit, but still create transparency that, hey, they're, they are still accountable for damage that they, you know, may uh, create, you know, and, and that, that they may cause to, to the resident. And there's some costs associated generally with, with, with uh, purchasing the service. Um, and, and I think the other part is that it, it should be seamless for property managers. Right now, as a property manager, if you have the, old, the, you know, the original security deposit, you have the cash in hand, it's in the bank. And if there's damage, you apply that money to the damage. Any good security deposit alternative should allow you access to that, right? We, you should have something that makes your life easier. It doesn't dis- disrupt your workflow, but um, eliminates kind of the, the hassle of, of collecting and managing. You know, one of the things that we take very seriously at Folio is who we partner with and, and what products and services we are offering and enabling for our customers. I mean, it's part of our Atfolio DNA. Customers are, are who we are and how we have a business. And so as we were looking for partners in this space, you know, a lot of rigor went into who, like what, what product makes the most sense, what company makes the most sense. And I think we quickly landed on Obligo as a partner for a variety of reasons, not least of which they had a similar philosophy around you know, how to work with customers and making sure that property managers re- retained all the peace of mind they had with the traditional security deposit that gained uh, you know, better service, uh, the ability to, to, to market um, a product to their residents that, that should help with their uh, leasing process. Um, and really a, a win-win-win scenario that left everybody in the kind of security deposit alternative space walking away feeling good, right? You have your renter who now has financial flexibility, but has the right expectation set. I think this is really important. So security deposit alternatives are not always easy to understand. And I think we were really looking for a partner and a model that allowed renters to understand what they were signing up for and what their expectation and accountability would be for them in their uh their tenancy. And I think Obligo really nailed that. To simplify a little bit, their model has a hotel deposit um, kind of mechanism where as a renter is very clear that you are for a cost, um, you know, showing that you are able to pay your security deposit, but not paying it. But that also, 
you know, just like a hotel deposit, when you move out, if there is damage, the property manager can charge you for that damage. And that really gives the renter a, a win, right? They don't have to pay their full security deposit, right? Which, you know, a lot of money that is now accessible to them to use for other things. A property manager allows them to turn, provide better service to their residents, right? Um, and still remain retain peace of mind, right? At move out, they just like they normally would, they can draw uh, and charge a resident if in the event that there's damage. Not only can security deposit alternatives streamline property management operations while still holding residents accountable, they actually create a much better experience too. Because as property management companies know firsthand, security deposits can be a major source of financial stress for renters. One of the things that I, I found interesting while getting into the space a while back is really the concept of security deposit actually is not is, is worse than I would have imagined from a resident perspective in the sense that it creates more pain than you realize. So I think if you think about a security deposit, right, let's say if, to use whole numbers, you move somewhere, you move in somewhere, they require you to put up a thousand dollars, right? And the idea is at the end of your tenancy, you know, if there's no damage, you get that thousand dollars back. And so you're losing that money for, let's say, a year. But the truth is, unless you buy a house, if you continue to rent the next place you go, you're out that same thousand dollars. And so the effect is that you're tying up this capital in perpetuity, right? And so at that, I think, it, you know, if you couple that with, you know, the financial flexibility that we see available to all consumers, what that really means is unlocking capital, right? It's like you're, you're, you have money that you could be using on other things, saving, spending, purchasing, that is tied up in a security deposit. These alternatives allow you to get that back uh, and spend it and, and do what you will. I mean, I, I, I've heard of some funny stories of people taking the security deposit instead of uh, in using an alternative and then taking that and investing it and watching their money grow at a much faster rate than it would have lost if it sat in an account earning zero interest. Like flexible rent payments, security deposit alternatives are mostly being led by early adopters in property management. But because they can be a win-win for both property management companies and for residents, they're quickly growing in popularity. As Sean explains, The usage of these products has grown a lot. And I think a lot of things obviously changed during the pandemic. And I think one of the big things was in every industry, but especially in property management, there was a, a real lens on like, hey, how do we simplify our processes? How do we make sure that, you know, we can go mobile first, that we can go uh, digital and that we can cut down on kind of manual processes and really make things easier. And security deposit alternatives allow for that, right? So, you know, you think about offering a renter a digital experience, they go through their portal, uh, they apply, they get screened, they, you know, purchase their renter's insurance, they're offered a deposit alternative, like you're able to do a lot in a small amount of time at a very scalable rate and still maintain a good service level. I think that's kind of the key piece here, right? So software is a great solution as long as everybody has as good, if not better service outcomes. And I think 
one of the reasons that security deposit alternatives are on the rise is that it gives, and especially you know, if you maintain that win-win-win um, kind of product and service, everybody walks away feeling better. And I think that's those kind of uh, outcomes and products you can bet on having a good growth trajectory. I think you know every market's different, and every property is different. But I think if you aggregate aggregate kind of experiences, how you market yourself as a property manager, how you market your your units, um, these things matter. I talk to a lot of our customers, and they spend a lot of time and effort making sure that their units are marketed in a best in class way, that they are providing best in class you know services, including. You know, making it really easy for residents to go through their uh, move and flow in, in a digital way. I mean, the, the truth is, you know, I think we all have become accustomed to being able to do things online, right? Being able to have the ability to log into your phone to complete very important tasks, you know, major financial tasks. And so um, I, I think leading with that and offering that service level is really important. I do think that it's kind of a, a table stakes expectation, right? And so if you nail that experience, if you're able to offer things like security deposit alternatives, offer uh, uh, a way for you know residents to have a very seamless movement and really increase the service level and decrease uh, and increase flexibility, right? Um, you're going to do better from a competitive perspective. Although the discussion around an adoption of security deposit alternatives has grown over the last few years, this is really all just the start. From Sean's perspective, there's a lot in store for the future of security deposit alternatives. So I think the obvious thing to say is nobody can predict the future. Um, With that being said, I think we can count on two things always being true. And the first is property managers, owners are always going to require a certain level of accountability from their renters and need protection um, for the, the units and, and that they own and manage. I think the second is that renters are always going to want uh, fle- financial flexibility. They're going to want to spend less when they move to a new place. That That's not going away. Over the last few years, we've seen a lot of really great advancements in software and, and service in this space that have really helped bridge the gap. And I absolutely anticipate that trend to continue. I think we can anticipate more customers uh, asking and expressing curiosity around how to implement these types of products and services. And I think we can expect residents to continue to uh, expect financial flexibility and really easy to use offerings from their property managers. In the end, it's clear that offering more options around financial flexibility can be a win-win for both your residents and your property management business. Although flexible rent payments and security deposit alternatives are still relatively new for the industry, financial flexibility is now a standard and expected part of consumers' everyday lives. Because your residents are consumers too, they're naturally going to expect more financial flexibility. That's why now is the exact right time to see how your property management company can start meeting these new, rising expectations. To continue today's conversations around financial flexibility and rising resident expectations, visit our Industry Insights section on appfolio.com. There, 
You'll find even more episodes of The Top Floor, plus articles and guides featuring expert insights. Also, for more information on security deposit alternatives, visit folio-guard.com. I'd like to thank Adam Feinstein and Sean Saxena for joining us on the show today. And thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again next month. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this podcast, let us know by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. We'd love to hear your feedback. We'll see you here again next month as we continue our narrative journey with today's real estate leaders, decision makers, and change makers on the top floor.